0: Stop reacting to each Google update and instead pay attention to local audiences with Matoko Hunt from AJPR. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Motoko, what is your number one SEO tip for
1: 2022? Yes, yeah, so that... that um My advice is to stop reacting to that every single Google updates. It is very important to monitor the updates and how that might impact your, you know, that website performance or, you know, that traffic, organic traffic and things like that. But kind of, you know, focusing too much on what Google says or what Google did uh, I think it's important to step back and think about: Are we focusing way too much on Google and ignoring, kind of overlooking, how that your customer base is responding to the changes you made to your websites, uh, or you know the whatever the ma- uh, changes you made actually helping to grow the business. Uh, at the end of the day, we are doing an SEO for the website to grow the business for the company. Uh, either you, know, you, you have your clients uh, or you are the in-house SEO team. Uh, either way, you know the ultimate goal, why you have the job is to help grow the business for the company. So I think we really need to rethink our, you know, the what we are doing as a priority SEO items, and then make sure that the, it's converting, it's you know translating into the business growth.
0: Understood. Okay. So are you saying that because mm-hmm. the key thing that is important is how users interact with your websites and the signals Mm -hmm. that get back to Google as a result of that?
1: Um, That too, but even if it's not directly impacting the the ranking of the keywords or anything like that, um, for example, I think it's really important to understand uh, whatever you made the changes is not to rank number one in a search result, but it's Actually, you know, ranking number one uh, in the search results, for example, it's the process to grow the business. Right. So you need to re- really make sure that it's translated into the sales or conversion or any kind of the measurements that are important to your you know, KPIs that are important to your business. Um, for example, you know, many people's been focusing on uh, content, uh, adding more content to, uh, the websites and content optimization, which is a really good thing. Um, but oftentimes I see that the companies are focusing on, um, some of the keywords that slightly or remotely you know, related to your business, but high search volume and you jump on that and creating the content and then, you know, just pumping out all those new contents on the sites. And then it's great, you know, you might even rank number one for those, you know, high search volume keywords. But if it's not something that your audience is interested in, uh, it's not something that closely related to your business, uh, it's probably not going to translate into the business growth. Uh, at least, you know, not immediately. Uh, when you start doing that, and then, but content creation, you know, requires a lot of resources, uh, manpower, or at least that uh, money, you know, to create the content. And then, you know, for a while, you might be able to have your clients or your, you know, the boss in house you know, boss to go with that. But after a while, company will think that, hey, we spending on all this money, but how much of that is actually, you know, translating into the business? And it's just not sustainable. So what we've been doing is to kind of do, when we do the keyword or topic research, uh, we kind of priorit- prioritize um, all those research, uh, items, the topics, content topics or keywords or whatever you want to call, uh, into the different groups and then, and then, uh, put the priority or put the numbers closer to that conversion. And, uh, we, you know, we might see that really high broad term, high search volume broad term. Uh, but if we think that the, it's not going to convert, we're going to put them in a low priority group. Uh, and then focusing on the high priority keywords that uh, by adding those contents, it will definitely help grow the business. Um, and then we start seeing the really good conversion out of those, you know, articles, uh, that are, uh, you know, maybe not article topic, might not be, uh, you know, product information uh or the service information directly because they already have those pages on the client's website. By adding those supportive content around the service or related to the products, uh people interested in your products might be interested in solving this kind of you know problem uh or interesting additional new information uh related to the products. Um you know, providing those additional information on the sites uh, really helps that, you know, potential uh, customer to actually become the customer.
0: So you you said that you decide not to focus on certain keyword phrases if you think that they're unlikely to convert. Mm -hmm. How do you decide if a keyword phrase is unlikely to convert?
1: So we will do the extensive research on a content topic, uh, we look at, um, you know, of course, the search volume is one thing, and then and keyword tools and then things like that. But we listen to, uh, or we advise the customers to, uh, you know, pay attention to their customer feedback. Uh, what kind of, and then when they go to the, um, you know, events, they have that events for their customer base. Uh, what kind of feedback uh, they get at the events, uh, conferences and you know things like that. And they kind of gather all those information, what customers, you know the potential customer even uh, wants to know, what kind of information they want to know, what kind of concerns they have, uh, what kind of additional or new products they are interested in. Uh, things like that in a, you know customer support, Uh, feedbacks, those databases will be helpful too. Uh, We also kind of sign, whenever we have the new clients and uh, we have many B2B clients, we sign up for industry newsletter in a specific industry, customer's industry, and then start reading some of the articles and then say what kind of information uh, their engineers are interested in or you know, the manufacturer uh, owners are interested in type of stuff. And they kind of step ahead and look ahead and then, you know, provide those new content that we can, we kind of see that uh, trend, these are the, you know, next information they're looking for, and they put that on the websites before their competitors do. While competitors are still chasing high search volume keywords topic. Uh, and then, you know, we make sure that the, we don't just slap the one information on the websites, but kind of create additional supportive information articles so that the, we can kind of create that, you know, little, um, content area, area or the, uh, you know, the several pages of several articles around the topic, each, you know, supporting each other. Uh, And then that will help, you know, sell those products or services because that's what your potential customers are interested in to understand or learn about that, you know, uh, something related to your company business.
0: I love that answer because what you described there was recommending high-level conventional business market research as opposed to just relying on keyword information out of a tool. Actually um, looking into a market um, and doing some incredible um, high-quality professional research before making a decision as to what keyword phrases you're good to target and what content you're going to write. So absolutely brilliant stuff. We said at the beginning um, that your recommendation was to pay attention to local audiences. So, so what's your definition of local audiences here? Is this, is this for local businesses, or is it simply um, the target market that is local that is relevant for your business.
1: Yeah, uh, I meant that target market that's uh, local. So right. many um, clients uh, we did you know, work with. Um, they are global business, you know, global websites. Um, so that uh, in terms of local doesn't mean the local search itself, but the uh, uh, you know the international. You know, global businesses targeting um, multiple countries or multiple markets, Um, and then the reason I your hyper relevant
0: niche audience.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then the reason I mentioned that is because um, you know a lot of the companies they do extensive research. You know, even just the keywords research. Uh, they do really well uh, on uh, their main market or the markets that they already really, you know, know and doing well. Um, but then they, especially when the Western business is trying to tap into the Asian market, um, they because of there is a the language barrier, they do translate that content, but they don't do any of those additional research. Um, they don't, you know, really even understand or recognize uh, or notice that how um, audience in, you know, Korea or China or Japan might be different from your, you know, audience in France or Germany. Uh, and in America, let's say that the, you are the American business uh, and then you do, you know, kind of OK or well uh, in Europe. Uh, but you know, failed miserably when they tried to do just you know copy and paste version of the uh, Asian websites and they sure. use that to tap into uh, uh Asian market um, because we uh, mainly work with uh, foreign companies uh, trying to tap into Japan market through the websites. Uh, we that will be the first thing that we usually discuss with our clients is that we really cannot just translate and optimize the content for the keywords you like uh, to rank for because that might not be the keyword people are interested in Jap- Japan or the key, not just a keyword but topic or information uh, people are interested in Japan. And then uh, especially for the B two B, some of the industry regulation might be different, uh, or the you know even the law might be different. So if when the law is different, uh, people are, you know have to uh, go go to the different resources. So because that's another reason why uh, a lot of times you know copy and paste version of the website. Uh, doesn't do well in certain market or certain countries, even though it might be really doing well in another countries.
0: You obviously recommend targeting keyword phrases that. Um are likely to convert well, that are likely to resonate with the local marketplace as well. Would you say that until you do that, until you do that as an SEO, as a business, um, that you start to rank for those sorts of keyword phrases, That it's a mistake to spend any time whatsoever trying to bring in traffic for shorter tail keyword phrases with higher search volume?
1: I think that uh, you know you already have the content and then you translate. That will be the first step to you know, reaching out to new country or new market. So you already have that. So while you're optimizing those existing contents, which you should do, um, and then when you are, you know, you have that next step will be uh, when you have the time to order uh, resources to add that content, you know, thinking about additional articles, for the local market. That's when reading, really um, I think that uh, uh, it would be good if you can do the local keyword researches. And then even that, um, you know, localization process, when you, if you have the so much content on your website and then you really uh, don't want to or cannot translate 100% of the content, for example, from English to Japanese at once, I think those little bit of, even a small amount of the local interest research will help you prioritize which content uh, you should be uh, localizing first. Uh, of course, your product pages and service pages, those typical you know important pages will be localized first, but then any of the supporting contents you need to translate or you, you need to prioritize then those additional market research will be helpful uh, so that the, you will be you know translating or localizing the contents that are likely to have more impact for your business than some of the other contents.
0: Okay, great. Um, so a lot of good thoughts there. If an SEO is really hearing what you're saying and recognizing actually my site's quite broad. I'm missing out on many niche keyword opportunities. I haven't done some high level, um, quality research into who my target market is and what keyword phrases are likely to resonate with them. What's something that they can stop doing now? Because it's probably not a good use of their time in order to spend more time focusing in on what you suggest.
1: Yeah. So that, um, One thing you can do is to you know when you if you are planning to create that content uh, strategies, uh, I think instead of just find the new keywords with search high search volume and then. Just create the contents based on that, Uh, sit back and then create the content creation plan uh, that's based on not just the search volumes or, you know, popular keywords, but, uh, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I think it will be good to prioritize the topic uh, based on the likelihood of converting uh, or, you know, help or support uh, customers to convert. But you know, I I think that uh, if you uh, reallocate the resource and budget to do that um, before you add the you know spend the money or spend resource to um, adding the next set of the new contents, just because uh, that will be I think really helpful, and then that's how you can I think uh, spend your resource and then budget. You know, much, much more effectively.
0: Wonderful thoughts. Well, you can find Motoko Hunt over at ajpr.com. Motoko, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2022.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye.
0: Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at seo seoin2022.com.